podcast as usual i'm here with my partner <laughs> i'm not gonna do it <laughs> my partner mike barman Southside barman what up evo uh fresh off his trip to Asheville, north carolina what what event were you up there refereeing no actually i was just uh production for the hot route um it's actually french so i didn't say that correctly like I'm the hot rod, is that my run to the bathroom every morning? Uh, only after only after a 30-wing night, my yes. uh, Bebo. Um, no, it's a uh, kind of a um, uh, it's a Grand Fondo-style event they do over three days. Uh, this time they do over three days. I believe in Europe they might be longer. They might be five or seven days. Um, so a little bit different event for me. Uh, a medalist sports actually runs the event or partners to run the event, and I work for them for the – Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then a half day yesterday. Oh, wow. So I take it Saturday night you didn't, or Sunday night you didn't catch the Atlanta United game? Uh, I actually did, and I wish I had not. <laughs> I, I, caught, I caught the radio, I caught the radio, uh, the radio for the first half headed into town. Right. It was one of those funny ones. You, you, have you ever, I know you've done this before, but. I got in the car, just dirty, and from working and all that, just to get started. And then I realized that I probably had enough gas to get home. But I was like, you know, I'll stop for a soda, take a little Polish shower in the sink, and then uh, and then drive the rest of the way. And I just ended up just driving completely straight home. Yep. Oh yeah, been there. Yeah, it didn't even stop. Just like, just got it done. And then, uh, so you were there. I was in Buffalo all weekend, um, which was. Uh, Interesting. Traveling with Violet. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. it was a family trip. Well, yeah. So a friend, a friend of the family got married. Uh, our old neighbor, one of our old neighbors got married. Um, so I actually ran into um, one of my old bosses from like 15, 20 years ago for the company I worked for up in Buffalo before I got in the restaurant business. Oh, wow. I, I haven't seen him in, since like 03 or 04. Is he as cool uh, as Craig? He's a good guy. Uh, he's not. It's a very different relationship than Craig. <laughs> I talked to Craig. Craig calls me every time a Marvel movie comes out in the theater. Oh, Jesus. Did you see it? Yeah, did you see it? I'm like, no, Craig, I've got a kid. I can't go to the movies anymore. <laughs> <laughs> It'll have to wait a little while. Well, call me when you've seen it. I, I want to talk about it. Uh, so, yeah, go, went to <laughs> Buffalo. Hit, hit all the spots, you know, went and got wings Thursday night, Friday for lunch, went and got Mighty Taco Saturday for lunch. So uh, so on the Matrix, what do you think your wings would have scored out at? Oh, dude. They were, Friday, Thursday night, they were out of this world. Like nine? Um, well, they would have hit the celery and carrot bonus. Two-point bonus. Um, nooks were uh, nine or a ten. Sauce sauce was a 9 or a 10. Crispness was a 9 or a 10. Quality of meat was a 9 or a 10. So it was it was up there. Would have it would have scored high. No no, nothing lacking. No blue cheese was blue cheese was fantastic. Um, You do do good blue cheese up there. um, Yeah, I mean, 
I, I typically, that is always my first stop, and I always get at least a single order of wings when I go. And they were huge, huge wings. Yeah. I think it's a good time of year for wings right now. Maybe. Because uh, football season's over, no, no college football, pro football and such. So I think production actually goes down this time, or uh, isn't necessary to move them along as fast. Well, we, got, we were late, too, so we got to the bar at 9. So the bar was mostly empty on a Thursday night. Usually it's, it's jumping in there. Um, Is that because the Buffalo Sabres were knocked out of the playoffs? Well, they didn't qualify for the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> Call it how you want to. Uh, Saturday night, or Friday night, my brother and I and Andrew, my brother-in-law, and my sister went to the casino. My brother was playing blackjack with three of the Bills. Oh, really? Yeah. It was a uh, big offensive tackle. I don't remember his name. Wide receiver, don't remember his name in a corner. So, what's the what's the book where the kids uh, the kids are counting into the six debts and they're playing with John Sally and they're something putting like bets down. Twenty one. Bigger bets down on John than John Sally. <laughs> it was like twenty one. I think is the name of it. Is that? It's just a book, right? No, it's a movie. I think it's a movie too. I never saw the movie. I enjoyed the book. Um, where they they weren't allowed to go into any casinos any longer. Yeah. So uh, Saturday, Friday night was good. We did, we did the casino and uh, hey, won a hundred bucks. I bet I played craps for a total of fifteen minutes. Won a hundred dollars. You 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 are the craps lucky. When on your bachelor trip, was it craps where you won? Uh, my bachelor back? trip, I, I I actually didn't do that great. It was. Uh, I thought you paid for dinner for everyone. I no, that I that, make it. that was my second trip to Vegas with Mark and Drew. And, and Jeff, 1F Jeff from previous episode, it was the four of us and then one of his buddies. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, that was, uh, I, I was drinking nothing but double vodka and sodas for that trip. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the second night we were there, I was like kind of like up 100 even, up 100 even, up 100 even, playing craps, playing poker. And then I got a, uh, I won on Let It Ride. I hit four queens on Let It Ride for like $1,500. There you go. Um, then I bought dinner the next night when we went to the Rat Pack show. And then I won like another $400 playing craps that night, just absolutely gassed. I mean, blackout drunk. So I will say a um, few, few notes from Asheville. Asheville, I believe, has two piano dueling piano bars. Really? So they ha- I think they have dueling, dueling piano bars. <laughs> and are they across I the street to, from each other? I have to say, I, I didn't realize how spoiled I was going to Mark shows yeah. because those guys, I mean, just walking by the door, you couldn't, it was so bad. You couldn't even open the door to go in to like grab a drink just to laugh at them. It was, it, you felt bad for them. It was, it was, it, I, I felt bad. I felt really bad. Well, you should, I should see when Mark and Damien are playing up at Rosati's again. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing, I was in the I was in the Thirsty Monk, um, which uh, I've been a few times now, and um, the brewers there are incredible. It's one of the few places where I go and I have like one of one style of beer, and then either I go to the porter or a lighter beer because you can't drink two of them. Right, they're so good. Yeah, and uh, I was the only male in the place without a beer. What were you drinking? I was just drinking beer. There must have been twenty dudes in there with full like. Beards oh, without and, a beard. Uh, yeah. I thought you said without a beer. <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. No, they had flannel shirts 
And uh, yeah. I didn't even have like I, I was shaving almost every day or every other day, so I had no stubble even. It was it was pretty bad. I, I felt out of things. <laughs> the beer was so good I couldn't stop. All right, well, let's let's. I don't think this is gonna be a very long episode. I, every time I say that, it ends up being it's an hour and a half. <laughs> but there isn't there isn't a lot of stuff here uh, for this week, even though we added uh, some PGA coverage late. Well, well, late Bebo, you know that might help our that might help our listeners uh, <clears throat> get this done in one car ride. Okay, like who? Oh, we did hear from Scott Patton last week, which was within <laughs> a half an hour. I saw a tweet from Scott Patton. And a, a direct message from um, from Crab, <laughs> from Mike I, Crab. Well, I think we snuck. Um, um, I think we snuck uh, Scott in at the very, very end of the episode. So, right, we might have mentioned. I know we mentioned him early on, and, and we definitely mentioned him late, uh, right. which was good. So, uh, and I and I think I, I wrote the the president's back. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right, let's let's dive in. I have not been keeping up with the Giro at all, so you're going to have to tell me what's going on here. Uh, not much. Uh, Rolick won the first time trial, yes, and then he won the time trial Sunday also, uh, convincingly. Um, Ken Parts had a uh, bike change issue, but he still he still lost. Um, um, it's been raining, cold. Uh, Demoulin did crash, I believe, on day three, and he's out. Oh, wow. Which we'll, which we'll talk about a little bit later in the show. Uh, Chad Haga actually did do a top 10. Might have gotten sixth in the time trial as an American. So, features pretty well for the American time trial championships that will happen later in June. I just saw your last note. <laughs> <laughs> He's in this race? Which one? Port? He was in Tour of California. We'll oh. talk about that next. Oh, okay. Um, TJ doing TJ stuff. <laughs> it was awful. He came apart. He, he came apart like a like a paper bag. Like when your lunch. Who's gets he wet. riding with? He's he's with EF Education, where your American career goes to die. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to be I hate to be so rough. And Vaughters has been. Um, JV has been very. Um, diplomatic and gentlemanly about what's occurred at the tour of California with, with some of the commissar's decisions. Um, and I, I've been impressed, but unfortunately that just seems to be the way that, that EF education is working for Americans right now is this is, I mean, Tomanski was on that team until he quit. TJ came apart. It was, uh, uh, Taylor Finney, um, was in a supporting role. I mean, this is a, this is a guy who's won stages, uh, breaking away solo before winning time trials and doing the things that it takes to get to get done. TJ or, or uh, Finney? Taylor Finney. TJ also. Yeah. Um, really, all the Americans in their late twenties to early thirties right now um, just are really having a hard time getting those results. Um, what's um? Necessary. What's um? Uh, what are the commissaries? What, what's that mean? So, um. Let's see. How do I explain this? So TJ Van Garderen just all of a sudden kind of lost control of his bike and crashed with about 9K to go. He took his teammate's bike and was on his way back in. And then there was another crash at 3.4 kilometers to go that had Gianni Mescon in it. So they had the first and second place riders um, outside, out 
not necessarily finishing with the leaders. Now, technically, technically within three kilometers of the finish, you can be scored with the same time um, as a GC rider with the person who wins who wins the race or the, the group that you're with. Some reason the commissars decided that three point five four was okay for Muscon and then scored TJ with the same time, even though he was chasing on his on his teammate's bike, feeling like he might that he might have come back to the field if he hadn't have been held up by the crash at 3.4 K. But the rule clearly states three kilometers to the finish. And it was changed at the finish line. Not, not like the Giro does sometimes where they have finishing circuits, maybe nine K eight K or seven K from the finish. And so they'll call, okay, time is neutralized. Now you can't lose time. If you have an issue, go ahead and, and go for the stage win. <laughs> That's just weird. It, it was really weird. It put everybody in a poor decision um, or in a poor spot because the it would have been one of the Deucenek riders that was that would have been winning. And Lefebvre actually, I guess, tweeted in the middle of the night, presidential style, that the commissars must be U.S., which isn't allowed. If you have a large race in the United States, you have to have a commissar usually from another country. Right. Uh, the chief commissar anyways. And then, right. And then the other ones. And so the committee would have maybe two Americans out of five, possibly three. Um, but it was, it was just awkward. And then Vauders went back and, and after the stage to Mount Baldy that Podgar uh, ended up really doing a, a great job winning. Vauders said, look, it all worked out in the end. It, the ruling really didn't make a difference in, in how the race was won or lost. Is that is that event still going on, or is that done? No, California went from Sunday to Saturday this year okay. for some reason. I knew it's typically only seven-day stage race, right? Doesn't it go? Well, usually they would go, like, from a Saturday uh, to Friday? Yeah, like a, a Monday, I think, um, a Monday to Sunday. Mm. Usually you would want the last stage in Pasadena to be on Sunday. Um, and you've got... Conti and Pink for the Giro? Conti and Pink on one of the smaller Italian teams is leading. He was in a breakaway. They got a bunch of time. So the GC contenders are all mixed in with the people that were in that break on stage five, I believe. Am I nuts or did I see a story last week that Greipel left his team? No, Greipel picked Or am I mixing him up with another sprinter? No, um, Greipel's team actually made the Tour de France. And they picked up a lead-out gentleman from one of the smaller continental teams, I believe from Denmark, maybe. I could have sworn I, one of the one of the bigger, older name sprinters quit. Oh, um, that was actually uh, the gentleman that won five stages two years ago in the Tour de France, uh, Marcel Kittel. That's who uh, I always get those two mixed up. Because of German, probably. <laughs> what is your problem with Germans? They all look the same. Uh, I think. Aren't uh, they Greif- both really Greif- big Greif- German sprinters? Well, all Germans are big. I mean, it's just part of being German, right? I guess. I mean, when you're on the tram in Germany, all the women are six feet tall and they have two inch heels on. So and they're you, all tall. Is, tall your pick, than I is your pickup line there? I'm going to climb you like a tree. Um, no, my German is only good enough to be to be British for about five minutes. And then they realize I'm from the Southeast United States and they stop talking. <laughs> Florida's not part of the Southeast. Neither is Michigan. 
My accent gives me away. You don't have an accent. <laughs> they're ragging on me on the production team for my nasally Michigan voice. They're, ha- <laughs> they're, ha- they're, having, a good, they're having a good time. I think that's why we get along. You sound like you're from Buffalo. Eh? <laughs> so. Well, I can't wait to go to Th- Thunder Bay sometime. That's going to be a blast. <laughs> the Grand Fondo of Th- Thunder Bay with Barman and Bevo? Hey, uh, can you point me the direction of the, where's the... Where's the stall farm? <laughs> we, have, we have to go into every bar and ask if they know where the stall, the stall farm All is. two of them? I, do, I, bet you, I bet you Thunder Bay is like Green Bay, where there's every corner a bar has in every two corner. bars. But I, did least, see, I did see two video stores in Buffalo. One was closed and one was still open. Like a Blockbuster? No. Like Family Video or something like that? Ah. They were both in Niagara Falls, too. I think there's still one blockbuster open somewhere in the United States. There is one open, and I believe it's in Alaska. Oh, is that why? It's either in Alaska or, like, Portland area. Do they have, like, six-month rentals in Alaska? <laughs> um, well, there's a funny uh, Twitter feed called The Last Blockbuster. Like, it's, they tweet, tweet out, like, once or twice a week. And it's, like, wow. some random... It's pretty funny, some of the stuff they, they tweet out. So I, I highly recommend that as a follow if you're not following them. Um, all right, F1 this weekend. Monaco, one of my favorite courses. Probably one of the better races of the year in Formula One, I would guess. Uh, I think it's the most nostalgic. Yeah. Well, it's on the streets of, of, of Monaco. Um, uh, historically, where Iron Man fought Whiplash. <laughs> what, who who played Whiplash? Um, Ricky Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke. That's that's why that's good. <laughs> he was fantastic. Reason, he was awesome with that crazy good. Russian yes. accent he had. Yes, that, that was good. You you told me to watch that. I I did. It was it was worth it. Uh, you, you've got anyone but Lewis Hamilton, but we know who's going to win. No, Lewis is going to win. I'll, so I'll, I was looking at some you, tickets. You want to take the field? I'll take Lewis. You take the field. The usual? The usual. All right. It's good. You heard it here. It's good. You could have my camp. So I was looking at some tickets. Um, for what? For the Monaco Grand Prix. If oh, anyone wants to send it. Do you think we could get some media, media credentials? <laughs> <laughs> we do cover it on our show now. We do. Um, so I was looking at the Elite Terrace Saturday and Sunday. It's uh, five grand. Thir- 3,929 euros, so yeah, it's probably about five grand. Um, includes access to the exclusive Elite Suites, Suites and Terrace from 10 to 6.30 on Saturday. All the beluga you can handle? And 10 to 6, yep. Unlimited supply of premium champagne, wines, beers, waters, coffee, and soft drinks. All-day premium cocktail bar. They don't have enough beer, wine, and spirits for us. Full breakfast buffet with hot and cold selections. Ooh. Live cooking stations with a wide selection of gourmet dishes. Salty and sweet afternoon refreshments. <laughs> Can you imagine how much weight we would put on <laughs> in, Monica, in one in two day? It would be a non-stop gorge fest. F1 celebrity meet and greet on Sunday. Um, this VIP hostess is attending your every need throughout your stay. Personal concierge service and gift bag with F1 merchandise and official race program. Is that Harvey Weinstein every need, or is that... <laughs> what, is that not the most sexist write-up for a ticket? <laughs> you know, what's funny is, 
my boss, I'm pretty sure, has actually driven that course. He's been to the like race in the middle of the night with a, with, a, with a electric car because they don't know you're on that horse. No, like his dad would rent a car and he'd make him drive it because my boss used to race cars when he was younger. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so um, my my boss is the international man of mystery. I guess so. <laughs> He's done everything. Um, nice. Indy five hundred this weekend. Any interest in that? None. Okay, moving on. I think one of the unsers got a OWI. Overtime win. <laughs> operating, operating while intoxicated. Nice. I guess, I guess you have to piss someone off really big in order to get one of those. Like in the in the race in the no or outside no. just driving. Well, they're all in Indy, so they're all driving back and forth and doing whatever you do on Indy Five Hundred weekend. All right, so let's chat Atlanta United. We had two games this week. Wednesday night. Uh, did you catch Wednesday night? I did. Um. Uh, first first half, I couldn't I couldn't stay up for the second. I was too tired. Ten, ten o'clock start. <laughs> the West Coast town. Oof. It was still sunny in Vancouver during. The, did you make it all the way through the game? I did. Uh, just because it was so tight. So uh, Atlanta one nothing win over Vancouver. Scored Vancouver on a penalty only had kick. Like two shots on goal. Huh? I think Vancouver only ended up with like two shots on goal. Yeah, I think they had maybe zero in the first half and two overall. Yeah, I think they were playing for the zero zero tie. Uh, that was game four of this five games in fifteen days. That's well, that, penalty, that that penalty kick foul wasn't near as egregious as the as, red card last night. As the red card yesterday. <laughs> no. Um, but it was a foul. You know. It Joseph, was Joseph. And Joseph he, knocked it in. Got the one nothing win. Um. Uh, with authority. Yeah. I mean, uh, he really put that one in. And also, it hit on your bet from last week, the the fourth or fifth shutout in a row. Yes. Uh, so you won nineteen fifty on $10. Yeah, the same as I did on uh, Orlando also. Yeah. Abiva won $100 on the craps table, if I didn't mention that already. Woo! Go big or go home. That's right. Okay, so last night, 5 o'clock start at New York. Uh, second game of a three-game road trip, Vancouver, New York, then Salt Lake. Whoever did the schedule, that's just horrific. Um, it's only it's only 90 minutes. Yeah, but it's also 11,000 miles in a week. Don't they take Arthur's plane? Probably. I don't know what they take, but probably have a deal with Delta. I mean, Nagby and... Uh, Coach has been getting a little tight these days. Nagby and Parker's... Nagby Parkers didn't even make the trip to Vancouver. They went from Atlanta directly to New York City. No, I thought that was really smart. No. I, th- I thought that was a great... great oh, you know what? We, we do need to talk a little bit more about this Vancouver game because there were some interesting um, players that, that we saw play, specifically Pogba getting his first start playing center defense. And I think, did Miram start in Vancouver? He did. Yeah. The guy we Which traded from Columbus, right? Yeah, he. I believe he did start in Vancouver. I he did. There were there were four there were four changes. I think Lorenowitz played, or came in. Um, I think Lorenowitz came in. Uh, he started against New York. Who? Let's see. Pogba was in for Parkhurst and Miles Robinson. Um, Gressel didn't start. Pity didn't start. Miles uh, Miles Robinson didn't start, and I can't remember who the fourth one was. Um, 
We saw we saw Pogba's brother play. I thought he was fantastic. I thought Pogba played well. He, he played Vancouver. he played really good. He was really good with the ball. He made some key defensive stops. Not that he had to make a lot of defensive stops, but um, he played well. I thought Miram was awful. I, I just did. I didn't like any. He didn't bring anything to the game. It was boring. He gave. He turned over the ball too much. I mean, we if well, we wanted that. We could have paid that. Barco, that, that. Kind of the same thing that Pity and Barco did when they first got to the team. Also, yeah, but apparently he's he's a system guy. He knows the system. That's why they traded for him. But well, it didn't look like he knew the system when he was playing. Right. I was very unimpressed with his play. I thought everybody else played pretty well. I was very unimpressed with him, and I'm glad they subbed him out in the 55th minute. Um, it does feel like DeBoer has gotten uh, more in control of his substitutions when needed. Yeah, I mean, I think he's making them a little earlier. I and know he's, he's starting, use... people, starting people um, or start resting people by starting others instead of... Well, and he, he's, he's, you know, he's letting guys play... The subs coming in earlier um, and playing 30 or 40 minutes a game instead of a full 80 or 90, you know, he's just doing a better job managing the team. I have no, you know, listen, they could, there's no way they were going to win all five of these games. Um, I I think a tie was certainly um, in play yesterday. I I didn't see anything that told me um, they shouldn't have lost that game one nothing, especially after the Red Bulls got a red card in the 37th minute. Um, but well, they, the red, well, let's face it, the Red Bulls wanted to win that game a lot more than Atlanta did. Yeah, and, and there was no urgency as in, on Atlanta's part. Um, Zero. Pit, Pity Martinez played, might have played his worst game as, a, as Atlanta United played. Him not going for that header was the, the only thing that when Stu Holden said that was on point. He does not need to take corner kicks. I'm done with him. He, he's awful. Yeah. Um, so as far as, you know, he, he plays a couple good games and then, and then he's back to the shitty player. I mean, I don't care. He's had time to adjust the, the experiment as far as I'm concerned is over. I know he got, he scored scored against Vancouver, right? No, he scored against Orlando. We were at that. Oh, Oh, that was a good goal. That was a good goal, but yeah, not going for that header was come on. And he went, he went opposite foot too. It was lazy. Yeah. He thought he was going to like put in some little like make uh he, make and, sports center or something and he has no chemistry with Villaba or martinez don't they all speak spanish yep but they have no chemistry none none they hate each other yeah or um, they hate pity. i thought i thought Villaba played a terrible game he was, was just lazy over there also it was slow and you know his game is speed and he's he was very sloppy um yeah i think he shouldn't have started yeah, I would, I would have started uh, um, the guy, Romario Williams, who came in for him. Right. You know, he hasn't played a lot of games this year, so. Well, any anyone would have been would have, would have done better. He looked slow out there. He didn't – there was no urgency to, like, move the ball around. <laughs> I just read your next note. Stu <laughs> Holden was not on point. You're crazy. The only time he was on point was saying that Pity should have headed that ball in, oh. and it would have been an easy goal. That guy is the Brent Mercer. <laughs> he, he hates, hates the way they won early. <laughs> he hates Atlanta United. You can it oozes out of him. Do you not agree? Yeah, I, I actually turned the volume down and basically didn't listen to those two. Well, the guys that were on the radio, they were awesome. 
Yeah, but they they tend to be a little bit too homer. Yeah, they're well, they're not really calling the game. Call. It's really hard to follow the game the way that they're calling it. Yeah, and so I, but I at would, least I would rather listen to them than than Stu, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, he's always nitpicking Atlanta. Always. Uh, no remedy. He didn't play. I think he might have got concussed again. Oh really? Yeah, in the Vancouver game, he he got pretty banged up in that game. Um, Joseph was super frustrated with with the way the game went. He couldn't get the ball, and the uh, the couple times he did get well, the ball, Brett, Brett he had Shea like three people went, around him. Shea made Shea, a couple really nice passes right when he came into the game. Yeah, and then but they were none of them were going to Joseph because Joseph was off sides all the time. Right. Oh, that one was was pretty close. That first one he had was was or was that to pity? That was to pity. That's yeah. the one that that's when pity tried to do the outside of the foot thing. Well, listen. You know, uh, Frank DeBoer wanted to get 15 points in 15 days. He got 12. Uh, I, I consider that a win. We're up to fourth place. We still got two games in hand. Yes. Um, you know, we're four points out of first place. You know, a, a win Friday night against Real Salt Lake puts us essentially in second, depending on how the rest of the weekend goes. Um, I think they play Friday, Wednesday, maybe. Um, I'm not sure, but I know they're Friday night. Um, well, we haven't even talked about the fight. And then there was the fight at the end of the game. Listen, if you're going to get in somebody's face and you're going to fake headbutt them, you just better take a swing. Don't be I, a I can't Don't believe you take a swing. Don't be a pussy. I, Throw a fist. I guess we should uh, put the crab. Put the uh, hey Ryan, turn the volume down for the boys here. This is going to be a little bit, but Lawrence can go fuck himself. Yeah, the next game he is. Going he should have gotten a red card. And you know what? That is Robles, a red card. I don't care if Robles is an American or not. Screw that guy. God, I hate losing to the Red Bulls. Hey, it doesn't matter what happens to you in the regular season against the Red Bulls, as long as you beat them in the playoffs. They were spicy about it. They didn't like. They didn't like losing, even though they knew. Oh they shit! Were. I know they you, lost. You play to win the game. Yeah, but they they played ten men. They played tough. They knew what they had to do. That I was mean, a they, that was a tricky goal too. Yeah, it caught, well, that, it caught Kuzan off balance. It, it was beautiful. Yeah, good you good know, for him. That was his first MLS and, goal, second game. I think it was Escobar was down there thinking that it was going to be played out by Guzan and was he was like setting up for the he was setting up for the opposite direction. And it's like going in the back of the net. And I'm like, yeah. um, because even if it had hit the crossbar or it was just sitting out there or had stopped for some reason, the, the Red Bull guy was going to put it in. He was, there wasn't, a, there wasn't another player besides Guzan anywhere near the ball. Yeah. It was weird. And, and the team's starting to look a little tired. I mean, I think this, this. It's only 90 minutes of physical activity. A lot of soccer in 15 days. Well, yeah, but they had a bunch of time off too. Yeah. So, I mean, you gotta you gotta want to win the game. Well, they're also playing a man down. It was essentially their best player has been out of the no, lineup. The Red Bulls were playing a man down. No, but we're <laughs> playing without our best player. Barco. Yes. Uh, I think Joseph is better than Barco or Guzan. Yeah, but but Guzan is more important. But Barco has I mean, been the best player the last four or five games he played in. He has been the best player. Yes, he's gotten better. Yeah. But I think Guzan's been more important. Oh, sure. And, and, you know, the talk is Guzan may 
you know, I don't think I he'll win the, the best team. I don't think he'll win the starting position, but he definitely deserves to be on that roster. Well, who knows what the U.S. is going to do? Yeah. I was looking. Our first game is against. In the Gold Cup. Yeah. Some no-name country. I can't remember who they are. It's fucking. Yeah. Oops, pardon my French. Crabby, Crabby, uh, you can turn it up here in a moment. It, it's 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 some tiny little country in in Central America. I can't wait to go to the Red Bull game in in July. <laughs> I was looking at that's. I think that's the next ticket I have. That that's. I thought that was mine, wasn't? It? Oh, it's you and I. I think it's you and me. Yeah, the July seventh or something. Yeah, I've got July seventh and July twenty one, and I think oh, twenty one. Sunday? Sunday, Washington. July 7th? Yeah, I think so. Oh, crap. Um. All right, horse horse racing. I, I just want to bring this up. This is the strangest season of horse racing ever. Twenty four horses have died at Santa Anita since March thirty first. Bizarre. Super bizarre. Another one this past week. Yes, and it's I, a lot of it. I think has to do with the rain out there. Then That's we get, what the horse people are saying. Yeah. Now we then so then la, two weeks ago we get the reversal in the Kentucky Derby, right? I want, <laughs> I want my hundred dollars. I want my hundred dollars. Now we get the Preakness this week. <laughs> this this one's this one's just weird. Uh, Bodie Express horse number nine bucks his rider <laughs> off out of the gate, finishes the race. I want to say finished like fifth or fourth in the yes. race. He's in the group with the horses. He rode the race without a jockey. You can't win the race without your jockey. <laughs> the best part was down the straightaway, once they made the, the turn, there was um, like a um, a guy on a horse that's trying to wrangle him. and he was In too, the middle of the race? In the middle of the race. And he's too close to the field, so the guy had to peel off. The horse race, uh, the race finishes. I think that would be dangerous for the horse. I would, I would have let him run until he doesn't want to run anymore. So he ended up running two straight laps. Wow, <laughs> good for him. He kept going until he finally <laughs> stopped. Um, the winner is War of Wills. Um, I don't even think uh, Country Day was in the race, right? That's who won the right. The, there's some bronchitis or something going around, right? So um, from the Derby. Um, I didn't get a chance to see it. I was I was at the wedding, so um, I watched it a little bit today. I watched part of the. It was just super weird. It's the. I can't wait to see what happens at the uh, the Belmont Stakes now. It's good. Well, did you see the owner of um, Maximum Security put uh, wants to bet the other horses five million per um, that Maximum Security wins? Really? He wants the other people to put up five million if he wins. Oh wow! Yeah, that should be interesting. I'll watch it for that. <laughs> I love horse racing, so. Um, there you go. We had the uh, the PGA this past weekend. They moved it up. Normally, it's in August, right? Yeah, they swapped to get out of uh, football season. It's usually that third weekend in August, maybe. The weekend like, before uh, Labor Day or two weekends yeah, before right Labor before, Day. Yeah, right before right before Labor Day in college football. So we had uh, PGA live from uh, Beth Page Black. Right. Uh, uh, Long Island. Yeah. Um, Brooks Kepka going into the final day had a seven stroke league or was it six? Seven going into Sunday. He, he shot a plus four and one by two. I guess Dustin Johnson 
tanked it on the last three holes, according to my boss. Well, he had just, uh, Dustin Johnson was within one stroke. You pronounced that wrong. It's Dustin Johnson. Dustin. <laughs> um, yeah, I believe he was within one stroke, maybe on 16 with three to play. And then bogey bogeyed parred. Ugh. And then Kepka parred to win by one on 18. He did, he did complete the uh, runner-up slam, <laughs> as I go, read Justin. earlier. Congratulations. He's finished second in all four majors. Wow. The, I, you know, Ricky, Ricky Fowler almost did that a couple of years ago in one season. And he, he really hasn't been close to winning one in, in forever now. No, I mean, he finished. You know, he, a lot of times Ricky Fowler shoots low on Sunday and backs into those second places. Not, right. not like starting second place and then finishing second place on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, that one year, I want to say, of the four majors, I want to say finished third, second in three of them in the same year. I'll give you top five. Huh? I, I'll, give him, I'll give you top five. I don't think he was second all those times. I'll, I'll, we'll have to look it up after. Um, but, uh, yeah. And then, uh, Dustin's ma- not married to Paulina Gretzky, <laughs> but has two kids with her. <laughs> isn't that, isn't that and, runner up? And, and she is, wow. <clears throat> isn't that runner up? Yeah. Something like that. I think that's runner up. He refuses to give up the championship belt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I didn't do a, a question. Um, can I short Richie Port? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't put a Ask Barman and Bio out there this week because I just didn't know if we were going to record tonight or not. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get it for next week. Bet with Bevo. Last week, Bevo took Atlanta United versus Vancouver minus a half a goal, uh, and Bevo wins seventeen ten and ten on the year. I've got three bets for you, and one of them is the lock of the year. There's no way four and a half goals. U.S. Women's National Team minus four and a half, plus one hundred one versus Thailand. This is a lock. No, four and a half goals, Mike. I saw the U.S. Women's Team beat Trinidad and Tobago seven nothing. You can't tell me Thailand's better than Trinidad and Tobago. For sportsmanship and the betterment of women's soccer, they will not. They will not be more than five goals. You want to do the usual. The over-under is four and a half as well. I know. They're not giving just, up a goal. You think they're going to – well, yes, I'll give – I will give you that Thailand will not score. I don't think they're going over for five goals. They will have five by halftime. I don't think so. I think for the sportsmanship of it, I don't think they will. They're, they're out to prove a point. Well, beating not, up on Thailand doesn't prove that point. They, they've got to get on in sync, and that's the only way I think that's happen. I think that's bad for women's soccer. I don't. I don't think they want to do that. Well, be, and beating Trinidad and Tobago seven to nothing isn't good for some. It's good I for think that was an accident. Oh no! It <laughs> they was probably not had like, an accident. They had like two own goals. Um, I've also got Columbus Saturday to beat Colorado. I think Colorado is the worst team in the league. One, one, two, and nine. I think the record is. I know Columbus hasn't played all that great up recently, but. Um, it's it's an even money bet minus one hundred eight to win, so bet ten eighty to win ten. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I wrote down Liverpool, but it's at Tottenham, so I'm not sure for that Champions League game. 
I thought they were playing in like Madrid or something. Oh, maybe they are, but it's two games, right? Or is it no, one? I think it's I think it's one game in a in a neutral site. Then I got I'll take Liverpool minus one hundred four to win. Well, you better check that one out. But I think I thought that's how that I thought that's how that worked. Maybe. What's your record on the year? You like I don't three, keep three, three and one? Cash money's baby. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> cashing checks and snapping necks. <laughs> um, well, I started with fifty dollars in my account. I still have I have like four bets placed and I still have three hundred and fifty dollars in my account. Well you hit you hit on your shutout streak bet last week. That was a good one. It was. Ten ten to win nineteen fifty. You Oh, so Dumoulin, you, you my, said that's my new bet now. Du, Dumoulin got knocked out of the Giro, so today I put ten on Dumoulin plus five fifty for the Tour de France. I like the fact that he's taking taking a break, and uh, I think he's going to come back strong. So ten ten to win fifty five. Yes. Um. Does he have anybody on his team? Dumoulin. Yeah. He's got enough. Okay. He doesn't need. He doesn't. He doesn't need a lot of support. Um, and then you can I short? <laughs> all right. So the bet's got to be. You got to <laughs> say eleven stages, right? Well, he he's been knocked out twice on the ninth stage because that's all Phil Liggett and Christian Vandeveld and Bob Roll were talking about. Then on the biggest on the Baldy climb, he drops his chain, and then almost gets back, and then blames his chain dropping. For, it's awful. The guy is awful. I, yeah, honestly, if I own Chuck Segafredo, I would pay him not to race. Just go away. You know what? He should go back to Sky. That's where he belongs. It is, it, yeah, he belongs as... as or, I'm as sorry, in, Ineos. Ineos. <laughs> um, you know, and with... Uh, he's got problems because Nibali's coming to Chuck Segafredo next year. And he's not going to get along. He's not going to get along with the Nibali. Tough shit. Exactly. Nibali's won a tour. He's, or, well, he's won two. all three. Or he's two. won all three. Grand, well, only one Tour de France. I think two Giros and maybe two Vueltas. Yeah, I know he's won. I know he's definitely won the Tour de France and the Giro. But Nibali is a racer. Yes. Richie Port is a nine-stage guy. <laughs> How many nine-stage races are there, Barman? <laughs> Are we allowed to call him a fluffer? <laughs> Why? Because he likes fluffernutter. <laughs> um, that's all I got. I, I know. I don't know that there's anything like baseball's boring right now. Indians stink. Oh, Frank Cor- Frank Kona's not uh, saving that one. No, it's on the GM now. He decided to cut seventy five million dollars worth of payroll. Thought he could still win the division. Now he's not winning the division. Well, baseball's a long season. Yeah, it's over. Should we go to a Braves game? No. Still? I have no desire to be in that stadium. Man. I hate the National League, and I hate the Braves. Wow. What? What? It's Bobby Cox on Bobblehead Night in June. <laughs> <laughs> He's still alive? <laughs> hey. It was uh, Frank DeBoer's birthday the other day. I saw that. Nice? I didn't know he had a twin brother. Yeah, someone was telling me about that. that is, they uh, both played they in both, Barcelona. 
And they both played for the Dutch national. (laughs) They both played for the Dutch national team, I believe. Yeah, they did. Well, they did lose. We they did lose. Do you want to do our uh, role playing? (laughs) Oh no, he's been too good. I've liked the. I've liked the. I've liked. I've liked what he's done. I'm. I've turned around on him. He's doing a good job now. It took. It took a while. The team. You can see the teams up until the last game. The teams really adjusted to his style. The defense is a lot better. Yes. And uh, it's just still a little bit boring at times, but um, I think you'll see the bad teams, they'll they'll really they'll be able to open it up a bit and get three goals or get lots of opportunities. You know, Villiaba won't be shooting at the goalie every time, scoring some goals. So, um, anything else? Not for me. You sure right. we don't have any ask, ask Marmon and Bebo questions? Left I, did, I didn't put it out there, so most people don't know we were recording tonight. Well, we didn't. We didn't get very much visor talk. I was surprised. Oh, oh that's crap. right. Crab didn't I'll give everybody an update. After last week's episode, I went down to my closet. I found my bag of hats. Yes. And uh, it's it's in there with my uh, my pink uh, Ralphie Christmas Story bunny outfit. You did find a visor? I did not find a visor in that bag. I thought for sure there was one or two. So Crab states that, that he cuts his hair tight, but yes. he could grow it all out if he wanted to. And he says he's never worn a visor. <laughs> I'm t- I keep seeing dudes with visors and they're frat boys. <laughs> I swear Sparys. to God, it's like a, a South Carolina frat boy thing. <laughs> Sperry's, uh, khaki shorts, button, a button-up shirt, white I shirt mean, usually. Bubba Watson is your typical that is visor guy. Shirt. Besides Furrier, he's probably one of the first few people I think of as, as visor guys. Lane Kiffin. I wonder if Anuziata's ever uh, worn a visor to golf. With that, with those sweet locks, there's no way. <laughs> he can't yeah, mess with, with the, the visor, he can't mess with the flow. <laughs> <laughs> Is that guy still winning Jeopardy? I don't know. I I I haven't looked so. I thought Jeopardy might be on break already. I don't know. I can't. I can't remember. I well, I haven't seen the episode in forever. So yeah. All right. Well, that does it for episode seventy-eight. Um, Memorial Day weekend. Uh, any? Uh, are you traveling next week or? Uh, Sunday and Monday, I'm in Winston Salem uh, okay. for the races there. Okay. So when do you want to do this again? Um. Uh, we could uh, maybe maybe Wednesday night in the car. Okay. Well, we'll be back next week. We'll 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 give you guys plenty of notice before we come back. Um, try to. Yeah, we'll try to. So uh, that does it for episode seventy eight. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. We'll finish off the Giro. Should be over by then, right? Or are we we still like half? No, Giro goes all the way to almost June. Okay, so we'll, we'll cover the next week of the Giro. We'll recap uh, Monaco. Uh, I'm sure we'll have eight more Atlanta United games by then. Um, <laughs> We're going to catch them all up in a month. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm sure there'll be something crazy that happens in the news we can cover as well. So thank you for listening. We'll be back in roughly a week for you. Thanks, Barman. Thanks, Bevo. Like the Barman and Bevo podcast. You can find us on Podbean to download all of our episodes. You can go to our website, barmanandbevo.podbean.com. 
Uh, all of our episodes are there as well. We can subscribe on Google, um, Apple, of course, uh, and uh, Stitcher. You can go to any one of those platforms, search for Barman and Bevo Podcast and be able to pull it up. Follow us on Facebook at, uh, on Facebook, we're Barman and Bevo Podcast, uh, Michael Vandera, Michael Barman. On Twitter, at Barman, the letter N, Bevo Pod, uh, at Bevo 8771, at underscore Coach Barman, as you can hear Violet's in the background talking to me while I'm doing this. Um, we always have uh, weekly when we do our, our segments, uh, Ask Barman and Bevo Anything, uh, Bet with Bevo. If you have any suggestions, please send them to us at any one of our uh, social media sites. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon with a new episode. Just a good old boy, never meaning no harm. Beats all you never saw, been in trouble with the law since the day they was born. Straightening the curves, flattening the hills. Someday the mountain might get them, but the law never will. Making their way the only way they know how. That's just a Don't understand, they keep a show in my hands and not my face on